Radio Scorpio. 106 FM. You're listening to The Voice. Benvenuti a Leuven. Leuven, Jürgen. Da brauche ich auch Leuven. Bienvenue à Leuven. Willkommen in Leuven. Leuven에 오신 걸 환영합니다. Welcome in Leuven. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to The Voice on Radio Scorpio 106 FM. Again, welcome. This is Ron, your host for today. Thank you again for joining us. And we prepared something, well, I prepared something great show, a great show for our listeners today. But before we start, uh, I just want to say a few things that I want to share with you. Um, Springtime is the best time for picnics and bike rides, isn't it? Right? Right? If you agree, <laughs> if you agree, then Serve the City Lubin has some good news for you. The uh community center is uh, organizing a family bike tour, including a picnic on the twenty-fourth uh, twenty-fifth of May. Serve the city will lend a hand in guiding the bike tour and serving a picnic for the cyclists, so they are looking for volunteers to assist in organizing the event. As a volunteer, you can choose choose which task you would like to do. Either you prepare or serve the picnic or you join the bike ride, but you have to, uh, you have to own your own bike. And you can register now on their website at servethecitylovin.be. Uh, join them and it will be a great fun. It's May and the school is coming to an end soon, isn't it? Right? <laughs> and I can't believe that it's almost over. I felt like it was yesterday that I arrived in Lubin to study. And now it's, yeah, it's almost over. Students are busy with final exams and thesis paper, papers. I, uh, I'm, I certainly am busy with my master thesis, although I kind of brag that I'm almost done. So I almost ended it. <laughs> Thank you. And now I'm crying here, you oh. know, like I have 30% of it. No, I, I root for everyone. <laughs> so good luck with everyone. And we're almost, we're almost there to the finish line. Uh, great news. The Voice is excited to share with you that we will have our final print edition for this school year. I will have more information of, about it in our next segment, but I just want to share. I just wanted to share this piece of great news with all of you. We really appreciate the support that Loco and Vito have given us in making this happen, as well as the opportunity to sh- uh, to share these articles with all of you. Therefore, I want to take this opportunity to let us to let you guys know, uh, or to let to let you guys know that if you want to become part of the Voice next year, contributing online, print, or via radio, please uh, visit www thevoiceloven.be and thank you I'm looking forward to speaking with my guest you heard but I'm not going to introduce right now (laughs) Uh, hear what she has to say talk about Ukraine so let's get started but but before We'll say, oh, but before I bring my guest to the studio, okay, she's already in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take let's take a music break first, and here's a song from one of my uh, favorite artists. Lights turn on by Childish Gambino. We'll be right back. Small chick with a fat ass. Did I say that out loud? Let me backtrack. I know my game ain't that bad. Have you ever made out with a gap ad? And girls want what they can't have, so I don't text back when the screen flash. You love me? You mean cash. Need a friend you can fuck? I can be that. Crush girls now. Couldn't last year. Oh, you like me now? Well, that's weird. Last year you were chilling with Lil Wayne. Now you want to pretend like my feelings are still the same? 
My work is my playtime. I need you to understand and to stay fine. Do this and I just might wipe you. Let me poke your mind. Write you. Fuck your life. I don't really drink a drink enough tonight. Looking at you make me want to fuck for life. Lame ass dudes gonna suck tonight. But some of these girls, am I wrong or right? Girl, do something to me. Nah, baby, you way too hood for me. Y'all girls have never been good for me. Watch a nigga take over me. I wanna fuck with the lights on. Hey, girl, let a python slide on. Stay sick, infect me, Lysol. I'm on the edge. They hoping that I might fall. I make it work. I'm running with a new crew. And we do dope shit you ain't used to. For me, by me, fuck food. Boo, this girl never heard of me. Go and check YouTube. I got a house with a dope view. See the ocean, dope shit. You in 06, I'm in 02. But enough about high school. I'm getting laid or I'm getting lied to. You my stand-in Karen. Let me be your A-Rod. You number one in the pack. Base guy. Should I say something dumb to give us something to fight about? Never mind. Lights out. Lights turn on. Show me how you do it. Show me what you do. Swag. 2.30 and we still making progress. Talking on Twitter to see where to go next. 3.30, man, where did the time go? I'm chilling with this Asian chick. I'm in Chicago. She looked like a social network chick. Except for her ass is twice as thick, man. Just want to fight that shit. Where the fuck did my license went? I must have left it at the other place. I run a loft downtown with a ton of space. Yeah, we doing stupid shit. Have stories when I'm older. But I don't want to see pictures of us on Vulture. Never thought about a year ago. I'm chilling out with the friends at the Super Bowl. Things change like a motherfucker. That's why I wild out. Keep the uh, I talk a lot about the girls in my songs But you are different from the girls in my songs Stop talking about the girls in my songs If you don't like it, I can just take you home More green than the top of these tree trunks Leave your boyfriend here, cause he broke She like, I'm not a slut, speed bump By the way, what's your name? Cause we drunk Show me how you do it We drunk I don't Show me what you do it I'm drunk you doing Welcome back. You're listening to The Voice on Radio Scorpio 106, uh, 106 FM. And yes, thank you again for uh, coming back with, uh, with us. As I mentioned earlier, The Voice has finally set a date to publish our next and final print edition for this 2018-2019 school year. We anticipate to have the copies of our magazine by the 29th of May, so watch out for it. 
Uh, they will be available at Agora, Pangaya, the library, faculty buildings, and wherever you can find students in Lube, which is pretty much everywhere, right? Yay, finally! <laughs> exactly. I was waiting for this one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, it will be available. And I share, uh, but I shared with all of you some of the articles that will be included in the magazine, such as looking for an apartment here, hidden places in Lubin, uh, before or last week's episode. But there are a few new articles that will soon be available also in our print edition. And I, will all, I want to share some information about these upcoming articles with everyone. Listen. So, increased tuition fees, a saga of underwhelming arguments by Nicholas Johnston. As readers likely know, beginning this academic year, the tuition fees... Uh, for numerous programs were increased, in some cases up to 550%, primarily international students from outside the European economic area were subject to the hikes. Uh, for those wanting details, can refer to an article published recently in The Voice detailing policy uh, specifics or may consult information organized by Stura. You'll, um, that information will be uh, a complete uh, article of that will be available soon on the 29th. And it's quite an interesting thing. And mm, well, uh, for me particularly, yeah, but I'm graduating, us. so mm. yeah, we, we don't really care now, <laughs> oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do, we do. We oh, do. it's true, right? We do. Um, Summer in Lubin by Nicholas Johnson again. Summer is coming, and many in Lubin will be leaving. We'll see. Even before exams finish, we will see the number of students dwindle, and as exams conclude, the streets will seem empty. For those of us who call the city home in these quiet days. Finding ways to spend our time might be a challenge as exams and departed peers appear to spell the end of our social routines. It's so philosophical just because it's a summer end, right? Yeah, it sounds so sad. Like everyone leaves you here alone. Like, exactly. What to do? Tell exactly. me. I don't know. You'll find out. You have to read it. Okay. Um, Journal of a Clown, The Ultimate Laugh by Nicolas Rojas Preciado. I stand quietly waiting in forged peace while the laughing grows louder, the stri uh, that strident, uh, hypocritical children's laugh makes me sick. I'm con cornered by senseless ex uh, spectators aiming to relieve their stresses and sorrows with a bit of comical entertainment. Those ignorant pretenders that have failed in parenthood, the pockets filled with the supper of the servants and the second-hand clothes of the poor. Sounds Whoa. serious. <laughs> it sounds like a journal of a clown. So we have to figure out what that means, really. But yes, those articles will be available soon. Again, should be around, excuse me, the 29th of uh, May. And of course, there are other fascinating contents already available. So just go online at www.thevoicelobin.be. Our writers, editors, graphic designers, and the whole staff at The Voice worked really hard to deliver exciting, uh, er entertaining, and thought-provoking content. So please check them out. And again, I'm really excited to hear from my guests. Again, okay. <laughs> she still don't know who she is. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be <laughs> right? here. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But before I give the floor to her, so to speak, here's an, uh, is, uh, oh, what is that? Oh, here's another song for my playlist. And what is that as called? As beautiful as a Prius. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's like Homecoming by Hey Monday. Have a listen. Do you hear it? Have a listen. And see you in a bit. All right? See you in a bit. <laughs>
Welcome back. You're listening to The Voice on Radio 106 FM. I'm still here, but my guest is also here. <laughs> Finally. 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 So please, please introduce yourself. Oh, I hate this question. Oh, no. come on. Okay, it's I'm not gonna, that bad. Okay, what do you I'm tell what do you say when someone asks say, "Oh, what's your name?" <laughs> Sophia. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's what I say. Right? Okay, so introduction. I'm a student at KU and I do European studies, like masters in European studies. That's how we met. That's how so we met, yeah. It's most 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 of my guests are from the program. All of you guys are from <laughs> this program. Right? Don't lie to people. <laughs> Yeah, because Ron only talks to people from our program, that's all. That's not true, but okay, go yeah. ahead. So, yeah, um, previously I did bachelor in journalism. And um, maybe I'll tell you about my family because I think it's quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, nice. I have quite an intercultural family because my father is Georgian. My mother is Ukrainian, though, so I was born and raised in Ukraine. And her family also lives in Israel, so I spent half of my childhood there. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I have quite an extended family because like all Georgian and Jewish families are really huge and you don't even know all your relatives really. And sometimes I've met people I've never met in my life and they're like my close yeah. relatives. But so they're really distant. So is that mean that when you get married, they're all invited as well? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe in that culture, It's going right? to be an expensive wedding. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, guys. Come on. She's still, I think she, I don't know if she's still single, but I think that's what she said. <laughs> oh my God, that's an advertisement, <laughs> a know, radio, right? but no one listens to us. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, um, well, first thing, so you talk about yourself. So I, I want to ask, we, we are actually here for a reason. We're not just here to talk bullshit. Really? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn, so <laughs> what I want to ask is like, can you tell me a, a little bit about Ukraine? Well, the, our, the t- our topic today this. is Ukraine. So. I expected this question. <laughs> Good. This uh, I googled some stereotypes about Ukraine, honestly. Yes. And I was quite surprised about some of them. Some of them were usually I expected them, but th- some of them were surprising. Like um, the question of whether Ukrainians are always sad. Uh, they're not. <laughs> you just have to get really close to Ukrainian to see all the colors. Well, Ukraine <laughs> is really beautiful country. We have... All the seasons, so it's not always snowing, it's not always cold, uh, because we have like cold and snow winter, yes, but we also have like a heating summer, and autumn and spring are also yeah. beautiful. We have a beautiful country, like with mountains, with beautiful fields, with forests in the north, with sea, and it's really worth visiting, I, yeah. s- I think so, yes. And there are lots of myths about Ukrainian hospitality. Well, yes, we are really welcoming nation, I think so. But sometimes you can see that people may be a bit rude to you when you see them for the first time ever. But when you get to know them better, they're just yeah. opening up to you. I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I, I would say that's mostly common in other countries as well. As well. Because yeah. th- they just don't know how to welcome Yeah, that's people. why I was surprised that it's like stereotype, specialist stereotype about Ukraine. Because really? like, you can see it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I had a stereotype about you. I thought you would just like you break all your you know <laughs> your plans like oh yeah sure I'll be there it's like sorry I have to cancel <laughs> I don't do this <laughs> you change so I open up to you, <laughs> no, you know, no, now no. you see I'm polite <laughs> kind of person yeah. exactly and they are nice and uh, well so far 
this Ukrainian person. She's nice. Um, well, you. right. Let's before we go into that part. Uh, in your opinion, what is the current state of affair or politics in Ukraine? Well, the state of affairs in Ukraine is about changing the state of affairs in Ukraine constantly into more democratic and maybe to more modern one. Um, as I can see, it was in the year of independence, which was 1991, for those who don't know, don't remember. Um, it was the idea of getting an independent identity okay. because for for the long time Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union and before this we weren't really independent we were always fighting for independence so so for Ukrainians finding their um, identity okay. and being included with this identity into international society uh, is I would say a current state of affairs is it yeah but like do you agree with what's happening or what do you what's your opinion about it was looking for the identity or yeah at least like what <clears throat> sorry like do you agree with what's happening in the ukraine or actually first i want to ask first is like do you actually follow ukraine politics since yeah. you're part of the european studies program yeah I, it's not only because i'm part of the european studies program it's just because like i did my bachelor in journalism so mm -hmm. that's why it's influenced me of course but also like from 2014 when all the things in political yeah. life of ukraine happened like most of my peers and young people just started really actively following um, political agenda in really? our country yeah and they really were influenced by that and inspired even to do something more yeah. not just following the news well then so. that's a good segue into my question which, which you probably answered already so as a young citizen like how involved are the young citizens in ukraine's politics well uh when i graduated school it was exactly 2014 uh i somehow lived in this bubble of high educated really well educated young people who really wanted to change something yeah. in their society and for some time i believe that everyone in our country like every young person like think this way it's not quite like that most of the people are proactive and they won't like to change something and they follow political news etc yeah. etc but there are some people who just don't have this opportunity because their minds are busy with yeah. like, basic living stuff they just have to eat something they have to work f to eat something so yeah. they are very responsible since the young age and they don't have time to think about political agenda and that's appalling that's yeah that's really appalling i think that's um it's really sad that that's uh, that's what's happening but i mean i can't say that really in good terms because i'm from the states and not a lot of the young uh students there or young citizens are also participating but before, uh, but I want to hear more about it. But before we go, I want to let's take a break. And another song from my list was It's Something I Said by Brandon Flowers featuring John Legend. See you in a bit. Something that I said oh. 
listening to the voice on radio scorpio 106 fm in leuven so uh before we go into something we were talking about something the, during the break so please say oh it. ron i just <laughs> wanted to say that your songs are beautiful thank you that's all that's all come on i selected this song for the appropriate i should segment. have drank my own playlist you didn't <laughs> not okay but was it something i said yes pun intended we will work on it yeah Awesome. But um, I have other questions I want to ask. But before we go into that, I want to kind of continue about the um, the young citizens them. What Are there any things that like the students there or the citizens, the young citizens actually can participate? Uh, are there like, I guess, organizations or youth groups or anything like that that they can join to be more active in that part? <clears throat> I think in that part... Um People mostly use um, their own, I don't know, uh, people from my um, surrounding, they were mostly proposing their own ideas and they were trying to make their own, I don't know, pro pro projects, programs, uh, et cetera, et cetera, um, because we didn't have too much opportunities to raise our voices mm -hmm. as youngsters uh, in, I don't know, governmental organizations, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so, yeah, m mostly people were trying to come up with their own ideas and with their own projects and try to find fundings and etc. Yeah, oh. But as I know, we have like cultural programs from the EU yeah. that are funded and that are actually targeted at youth and youth education. And they try to help people to get an education in creativity, okay. in creative industries, etc. Yeah. Yeah, so. well, that's good then. Uh, so yeah, so that's really good to know, and that's really interesting. That I think people should know more about it, and I think if they can uh, participate more. Yeah. But one one thing I want to ask for this part is like, what do you think about the situation in Crimea? Uh, well, <clears throat> we want Crimea to go some someday back home. <laughs> we are waiting for them. Um, I don't have any family uh, members in you Crimea. Don't? Okay. I don't. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, I've met some Crimeans while studying in Kiev. Yeah. 
And while, yeah, they have family members there, but they study in Kiev, so that's particularly hard for them to go uh, back home and yeah. then back to Kiev and with all this political stuff, etc. But I think that uh, most of the Ukrainians are really on the agenda and they want Crimea to finally yeah. get back to Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. Do <clears throat> I don't know, this may sound stupid and I apologize for that, but do majority of Ukrainians actually care about the situation there? or? Well, I cannot give you an opinion poll or something, sure. but as much as I see from people who surround me, yeah, they do care. Yeah. But I'm surrounded with with people who are pretty aware about the eastern crisis, about the war on the east of Ukraine, mm-hmm. because I'm from the eastern Ukraine. Uh, that's why we are more on the hype about this. Yeah. Yes, and sometimes people tend to forget about Crimea because of what's happening on the east of the country, because mm. we have like a complex problem. Yeah. It's sometimes you cannot uh, think about everything, but I think majority is still really aware of this and yeah. they yeah they they do care well well the other thing is um i don't know how to ask this i guess properly but like when countries or institutions like european union or the states or united states when they i don't know quote unquote meddle i don't i don't want to okay it's not the right word but when they try to help out in some ways do ukrainians feel that the need for that or do they well, don't want that. Yeah, I understand. In this regards, um, I would say that opinions are pretty divided because some of the Ukrainians, uh, we are still, as I said, we are still looking for identity. And for some of the Ukrainians, getting this active help from outside is like losing their own identity because we feel that we are losing our own political sovereignty under yeah. the help of others. But for others, it's the help that we need because we don't have enough resources to yeah. fight on the east and to get the annexed uh, part of the country <laughs> back so yeah I, I can understand and for me to hear news like that it's actually uh, for me it's nice way to learn especially with, with the program that we're in uh, but I guess in your part do you want to be part of the European Union well, again, uh, no, actually, I can give you an opinion poll about that because recently I've read the opinion polls that are posted every year about whether Ukrainians want to join European Union or not. And yeah. I think that most of the Ukrainians want to join European Union. Yeah. But again, in the question, uh, Ukraine is always in between of uh, its Western path or whether it's going to go back to Russian, Eurasian way. And for us to go into European way is to save our sovereignty identity and to find more democratic approach for our state of affairs. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Um, I, I don't know, like the uh, the students that we talk, or at least I talk with in our program, if they're not part of the EU, they uh, majority of them want to be part of it, or at least they question the role of the EU in some of the current issues in the world. So. That's always up for debate, right? Yeah, you asked me also about uh, whether Ukrainians uh, care or about Crimeans' yeah. state of affairs. But I wonder actually about uh, like you as American and this person who lived in you, yeah, in you for a long time. Do people care there? They don't know much about it. They don't know. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. Like that's a they problem. know it's, it's part of Europe, but they don't know really. So, but um. Uh, that's really interesting. But before we, uh, we need to take a break, 
And it's not over yet, but before we go to our next guest, here's another song from my list. This is Tengo El Pecado by Calle 13. We'll be right back. Montate aquí en mi velero y vamos a insultar al mundo entero. A mí no me sale lo de caballero y por ende la gente no comprende que mi enchule por ti nunca se expira. Vente, vámonos de gira, vámonos volando como a 30 mil pies de altura. Vamos a empollar 20 criaturas. Yo te prometo como 100 aventuras, doña contentura pa tu cintura. Dóblate y enséñame la dentadura. Cuidado el pantalón, se le rompe la costura. Esos dos cachetes llenos de musculatura se están saliendo de la envoltura. Y me pone mal, pa' meterle mano hay que tener un manual. Dile a tu madre que te suelta el cordón umbilical pa' revolcarnos por el cañaveral. Directamente desde el infierno. Habrán paso que llegó el yerno, tu papá está más cuadrado que un cuaderno. Y no comprende mi lenguaje moderno Muévete que llegó el cafre de Trujillo Mujer, tú me caes como dedo en el anillo Vente y múdate pa' mi castillo Y todos los días te cocino lo mío Tres vueltas de carnero Flap, te fuiste por el agujero Todos los groseros a bailar encima de la babolca Presidente, el máximo exponente del pecado. Quiero ver a todos los grillos moviendo el fondillo. De boquerón a luquillo. Oye, Jibarita, si te doy repelillo, residente, te quita el frenillo. Eres una hija del demonio. Estás humillando a tu patrimonio. Mejor un Don Juan o un Juan Antonio. Se chavaron porque voy directo para el matrimonio. Allá en el infierno donde se goza, donde la gente habla malo y es más sabrosa. Mi vocablo lo divido en prosa, jugosa, para ponerte las axilas grasosas. Llegó la araña que el idioma daña. La Real Academia yo se la dejo a España. Así que mala mía si me pongo perverso, pero es que tú me tienes escupiendo versos. El Mister Universo meando territorio. Se formó el Golgorio en el purgatorio. A mover los rabos y los cuernos y a dejar para después el descanso eterno. Tres vueltas de carnero. Flap, te fuiste por el agujero. Todos los groseros a bailar encima de la babolca. Presidente, el máximo exponente del pecado. Tres vueltas de carnero. Flap, te fuiste por el agujero. Todos los groseros a bailar encima de la babolca. Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, you're listening to the boys on Radio Scorpio 106 FM. So, all right. 
So we talk about politics. I think there's are other things to talk about Ukraine besides politics. And actually, before I, we go into that, was that music okay? Because I saw you dancing afterwards or listening to the music. I was just cheering you up. Actually, <laughs> sorry. It was, sure, sure. It was bad. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> um, anyway, what uh, what I wanted to ask, uh, I read on Telegraph that Ukraine is the heart of Europe. Uh, I'm going to say it's geographically, which yeah. I guess so. Uh, do you agree? And if so, how? Besides, ge- do you think besides geography, do you think it's actually the heart of Europe? Yeah, okay. Well, about geography, I have something to say. Okay. Uh, it's um, uh, we are told even in the school that Ukraine is also heart of Europe geographically, but I know there are a few countries like Poland, Lithuania, Estonia, and Belarus that are also claiming to be heart of Europe geographically. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, so they're pretty much a yeah, <laughs> So about being the heart of Europe, I would say we are, I don't know how to answer this question in a nutshell, I'll try. I think that Ukraine is on the border of Eurasia, of Asia and Europe, uh, and that makes things in Ukraine pretty contested and complex, uh, because our identity, that's why it's really hard to catch. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I wouldn't say that we are the heart of Europe on the basis of what Europe is trying to become. Maybe right now, if that's just an European Union, we have to decide what do we mean yeah. by Europe. Like, is it simply European Union? Is there something wider? Yes. Yeah. That's true, though. Because another friend said, uh, as I was saying earlier, that Poland is like really the heart of. I'm not sure. If, I can't remember what she said. If it's the heart of European Union or heart uh, heart of Europe, because of its commitment to the European integration. So I would assume the European Union. But like I know that Ukraine is not part of the EU, but the Ukrainians would be. Well, I, mean, I guess you already asked that question. Like the Ukrainians would like to be part of the Euro- EU if they so um, claim that they are part, like they the heart of Europe. Uh, yeah, I would say that about um, pursuing the goal of becoming the EU member, I kind of remember that Ukraine was, if I'm not mistaken, the first post-Soviet country who introduced uh, its desire to move into European direction in this regard. So yeah, this goal was always out there. And yes, as I previously said, I think Ukrainians are mostly pro-European. Yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah, do they follow like the people. politics in your in the uh, European Union or Union? Uh, yes. Well, I do. I wouldn't say I. I cannot say for everyone. For one, yes. yes, but I think young people are really active in media and social media and yeah. following all the European news and international news yeah. uh, as a whole. Yes. Yeah, but like <clears throat> for you, when you were like, uh, I guess the question like when you when you were thinking of I guess what to do. Like, did you specifically want to study European, European studies, studies because of that or for whatever inspiration inspiration you have? Uh, well, I was interested in this program because of this clash of the identity that we have. So mm-hmm. I wanted to investigate what is Europe for Europeans, actually. Yeah. And I assumed that this would be a great addition to my journalism bachelor so it would like make yeah. sense if That's i would true. be more involved into european affairs yeah. in this regards yes well not that you mentioned that 
since you are also a bachelor <laughs> journalism what journalism student um, would you want to be a journalist not that you have a pr- some kind of practice right now <laughs> oh you <laughs> kidding teasing me oh yeah <laughs> why so bad <laughs> really yes no i mean if you can answer it, but i'm curious because if i want to be a journalist would you like to be or would you have uh, that so. aspiration day, somehow? I worked as journalist when I was in Ukraine, yeah. of course. But mm, I wanted to take a little break to go more into politics, maybe. Yeah. And then maybe I will go back to journalism, but who knows? Yeah. yeah, well, you never know. You can decide now. It's like, yeah, I don't want to, but then I might see you on TV and say, oh my God, I know her. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> Uh, let the viewers know that she's kind of annoyed by me having that question. She's looking at me weird right now. <laughs> I hate this question, like, but I'm going to be journalist. When I'll, I tried. Right? But I know this may be um, a little bit stupid to ask, but do you have aspiration to run for public office? To run for public office? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I'm more an NGO kind of NGO? person. Yes. Good. Yeah, I think that's, so. I, I mean, that's uh, uh, same because I like working with different organizations and yeah, I like the freedom of... I'm not... I'm, I cannot imagine myself in Ukrainian governmental machine because really? I hate this bureaucracy. Yes. Yeah. Ex- at least for right now. I would like to change maybe something, but I would help to take all my strengths with me. Yeah. <laughs> <For> this, yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry to ask. I mean, I had to because, you know, I try to put my guests in a top spot. Maybe just you because I'm always prepared with other questions. Oh, my God. Yeah, you had the list. Just follow it, (laughs) please. Exactly. Yeah, but I ran out of questions already for this segment. The other part, which is the last. But I don't know if we will have time for that. Actually, before we go, besides political matter, what's the good thing about Ukraine? Tell me one thing. Okay, can I say three things? Yeah, yeah, we okay. have time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a beautiful country due to its nature. It's yes. the first thing. I think it's a wonderful place to explore culture, especially okay. if you are from Europe and you want to try something more of Europe, something different in Europe. Yeah. And the third thing, I think we have a great cuisine. Yes. Do you? Yeah, we do. Really? <laughs> yes. So you, are, you, are you sick of the uh, waffles and... No, I'm uh, not, but I'm still missing Ukrainian yeah. borscht, yes. But do you make it at home? Uh, I can, Yeah, I did it once, yeah. Is it good? Only, I, I'm not the huge fan of borscht, but sometimes I miss it. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I've never had it, so I think you should cook. Should I? Me. Yeah. Okay, we will talk about it later. Yeah, exactly. we'll do that later. But actually, we're not done yet. I just want to ask that question because we have another segment after this. But I just want to get started with something. But right now, as usual, here's another song from our list. End credits by Chase and Status featuring Plan B. We'll be right back. I 
stop breathing in it I hope somebody cares When the blood dries in my veins And my heart feels no more pain I'll know I'll be on my way to heaven's door You are listening to The Voice on Radio Scorpio 106 FM. Again, thanks for listening. I really appreciate that. Um, so, we talk about politics, Crimea. You know, that's really a serious matter. But let's try to be something more... Casual. I don't know. <laughs> Casual. Casual, right? So, I read that Ukrainians... I think I read it on Telegraph also. I read that Ukrainians love McDonald's. Is that true? In Telegraph? Yeah, like, newspaper really? or online. <laughs> okay. I was like preparing for the show. I was like, all right, I need to know more about Ukraine. And that's one thing that came up. That they that's apparently love. That's the most love important it. thing about Ukraine, probably. <laughs> and is, it, is it true? And also, do you love McDonald's? That's <laughs> <laughs> such a question. <laughs> okay, I don't know how to compare to uh, other people. But actually, before you continue, we are not <laughs> sponsored. We're not sponsored by McDonald's. So we are not <laughs> sponsored by McDonald's. So we're McDonald's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I hate McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, now we are not sponsored. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to compare to other people in other countries. How to compare the love to McDonald's? Well. I know in Kiev we have this bustling place. It's called Square of Leo Tolstoy. Yes. And there we have uh, McDonald's. And it's like, I think it's the busiest in the city. Yes. And you can meet like everyone there. Everyone you know is some days, at some time, at some point of time <laughs> <laughs> during the day, they're here they're like in McDonald's <laughs> on Leo Tolstoy Square. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's easy. It's. I mean, I used to eat when I was. It's uh, really cheap. Yeah, it's really cheap. When I was uh, before I ter- uh, became vegetarian, I, you know, I don't eat there all the time. But from time to time, it's the easy thing. Did you become a vegetarian after eating a McDonald's? <laughs> no. You ate it so much. We're probably right. I when should be. Right? Uh, uh, you well, you talk about earlier how food is like the main thing about Ukraine. What is the main dish, like the popular or like I don't know, the na- the famous dish in Ukraine. Okay, it's not the main thing about Ukraine, probably it's an important part of Ukraine. Okay. Uh, well, the main dish, I would say it's borscht, it's Ukrainian soup, and I would gladly tell you how 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 does it look like, but yeah. I don't know how to translate all these ingredients into English, <laughs> okay. so you're gonna go with this, Google it. Okay. And then we have salo. Salo is like pork, fat okay in slices 
It sounds not really delicious, <laughs> but it is good. <laughs> just believe me on that. Well, I can't try it now. I'm vegetarian now. Yeah, so, so yeah, just believe me. <laughs> yeah, that, yes. okay. That's good then. Any other like, um, what's the other thing? Like sweets or desserts that you guys are known for? Oh, I wouldn't say about desserts, but we have uh, really good chocolate uh, on in Lviv, it's yeah. uh, the city in the western part of Ukraine, and I would say that Ukrainian hot chocolate is a must try. It's really, really different from what other people drink as hot chocolate in other countries because it's really like chocolate. It's not yeah. cacao or something. Yeah. It's chocolate. But are you saying that you just said that? Oh, we have also the best chocolate. But you're saying that while you're in Belgium because you know that's a very competing. It's gonna be contested. You <laughs> yeah, think? I think so. We'll I, see. I, I, I haven't seen say, any colors. I didn't say anything <laughs> bad about Belgian chocolates. I would say that ours is equally good. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, the other thing is, I don't know why this might be true, but maybe you mentioned it earlier. Is it true that Ukrainians don't smile? <laughs> they do. D don't I? Do you do, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's why I don't want to believe that because you smile. They do smile. But like you said earlier that they don't normally, like um, they don't appear as welcoming because that's yeah, just how they well, are. Um, yeah, the situation on the streets, I would say, is quite different from what you can see even here in Belgium because okay. here if I smile accidentally at someone, <laughs> Or look at someone just accidentally. Yeah. We smile to each other just to show that, yeah, that's like slightly awkward situation, but we are okay with it. But yeah. in Ukraine, most probably people would just turn away and you will feel really awkward about like just looking about at them simultaneously. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's just, just, I don't know, that's just still weird. That's for me. sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad and silly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, language. Is it a hard language to learn? And if I'm wrong, please correct me. How close is it with Russian language? Okay, it may sound um, really close to Russian. I would say that uh, I'm bilingual myself. I can speak fluently in Ukrainian and Russian. And for me, it was helpful to learn both languages at the same time because grammar is quite similar. However, it's not the same. Yeah. And if you catch Ukrainian grammar, you could probably catch the lines and the tendencies in Russian grammar. Really? Yes. Wow. Um, the alphabet is really similar. It's yeah. Ukrainian alphabet, Yakvilitsa. And um, Ukra I, I cannot say if it's hard to learn because I'm not like foreign, I cannot. Mm -hmm. But people say, people say from another country that it's really hard to learn. Because is it? The, yeah, the, the grammar rules are much more complex than yeah. in many languages, yes. Well, for me, I can imagine maybe it's harder than Dutch. Or French for me. I think so. I think yeah. it's harder, yeah. That's true. And then, well, we're almost uh, over. But what is the? Can you give me what is your best advice about for uh, for anyone who would like to visit Ukraine? Oh, be prepared for adventures. <laughs> yes. uh, talk to young people because they're really interesting. They're open to the world. They have something to tell. Yeah. And um, just go explore Ukrainian culture. I would suggest to go to. The city is called Chernivtsi and yeah. to watch Ukrainian ballet and opera there because it's majestic and it's really, really? underestimated, yes. Oh, that's good. All right, don't go yet. Uh, we still have, um, we still, uh, we're about to finish, but here's our next song, Shell Games by Bright Eyes. We'll be right back. Forgive myself for the many times I was cruel to something helpless and weak. But here I come, that heavy love. I'm never gonna move it alone Here I come, that heavy love 
tag it on a tenement wall. Here come that heavy love. Someone got a share in the load. Oh, here come that heavy love. I'm never gonna move it alone. Something pure, death obsessed like a teenager. Sold my tortured youth, pissed in vinegar. I'm still angry with no reason to be. At the architect, cool imagineers. For the every man blessed Sisyphus, slipping steadily into madness. Now that's the only place to be free. But here come that heavy love. You are listening to The Voice on Radio Scorpio 106 FM. Thank you for listening to us on a Friday afternoon. I think it's kind of nice weather or cloudy, I think. Is so, it? It's not nice. No. Yesterday was nice. <laughs> yesterday was nice. Yeah, today is quite uh, cloudy and not as sunny as last yesterday. But I want to thank you, Sophia, for being a part of the show. Thank and you, I really Ron. appreciate you sharing your information about Ukraine as well as sharing... Uh, about yourself. <laughs> so <laughs> about yourself. Can you better don't do it? Exactly. But no, I really appreciate it. And I think I want to say to everyone that like that this kind of thing is what also what's enjoyable about doing this is be able to hear from other people and also talk about their stuff. And 
almost all the guests that I, I have invited are people that I know or people from my program or people I have met just because they have things to say. And it's always connected to the school. And that's what I always like to do. Yeah. So, but it's re really appreciate what you are, uh, uh, that you're here. Thank you for invitation. I yeah. wish you good luck with this program <laughs> and good luck with your playlist <laughs> as well. Come on, it's not that bad. Seriously. You should listen to it again. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go home, listen to this again, and then see if you're right. <laughs> Because I have a very eclectic type of uh, it's selection. It's not eclectic, it's bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Let's move All on. right. But seriously, Sophia, thank you so much for uh, for uh, joining me today. And yes, uh, I guess for today, uh, enjoy your weekend. And I just want to say that as we leave you for today, here's the last song from my list. Are you ready? <laughs> Please don't one. judge me because you might actually hate this even more. It's um, Silver Lake by Azure and it's featuring Sparkle Horse We are the boys on Radio Scorpio 106 FM Have a great weekend <laughs> Thank you bye bye, yeah, bye. <laughs> Like we used to